All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sportsman Shit. Uh, hope the Thanksgiving break was well for all of you. Um, we all got to travel back home. That was a lot of fun. Let's kick it off with the favorite part of your break. Uh, we've got a special guest today, Philip Schur, um, with us. So welcome to him. Uh, Mike, let's start with you. Favorite part of Thanksgiving break. Uh, let me know. Yeah. Um, Mater, that, that intro was for you, by the way. Uh, honestly, I love Thanksgiving break. Like, going back to see all your buddies and friends from home, high school, and everyone's just trying to get after it. It's That's a good right. time. Uh, get to see your family, obviously. Uh, the dogs for you, the cat. Mm, uh, yeah. Big time. Uh, yeah, I love my dogs. My favorite part, though, was just everything. Every everything. single thing about that break was just awesome. Um, ate some great food. I got some good family and friends and uh, watch some good football. What yeah. about you? Nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Favorite part of the break, I guess it's got to be going down to Tuscaloosa to see my brother. That was a lot of fun. Went to the Iron Bowl. Obviously not a great game. Super fun weekend. Uh, had a really good time <clears throat> seeing some old friends. It was uh, Jedward's 21st birthday. Shout out to him. He rented out a bar. That was a lot of fun. You know, I didn't realize how big the uh, Wednesday before Thanksgiving is oh. in terms of going out. In Charlotte, a uh, bunch of buddies were back home, and we all went out to a few different places. And it's as crowded as, it, as I've can ever I, seen the bars. Was it right like in? that in Columbia? Can I pop right Go in and say something? It's funny you say that. It's like that in Columbia, and it's actually a statistic. That Wednesday before Thanksgiving is the most gone-out day in America for underage children. As in, like, under 21? Yeah. They come home from college, and they go out. Wow. Yeah, and that a neat little thing. Huh, so that's mm-hmm. just, like, they get the most fake IDs that night. Yeah, like, they go to college for, like, the first time, and they come back, or, like, second year, and they just go. Huh. Go out. All right, well, Philip, what was your favorite part of the break? Enlighten us. Man, I had a great break. Went down to Florida, um, but, but specifically had the chance to go to a Tampa Bay Lightning game, and... Not big hockey guys, you know, we're, we're some southern boys, but I got to say, man, not the game, but ended up in the hotel lobby seeing the visiting St. Louis Blues, and oh, that's you cool. want to talk about a group of guys who are built like water heaters? Have you seen a <laughs> professional hockey player? No, I've, the been, last, I've no. been to one hockey game professionally all the time. You want to talk about them. caked up? I mean, seeing these <laughs> hockey players, Wow. I've got some respect was, for those was guys. Was that the game they were in the fight? The was there a fight that game? Yeah. It was a crazy That was the one where the guy got pushed into rip. the goalie, yep. and then he just got absolutely mauled. Yeah. So in the first <laughs> four crazy. minutes of the game, there were two goals and then two fights. That particular play, though, game right there. Bortuzzo was returning for the Blues on defense. Shout out Joe he, Condi. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. First game back, literally gets pinned in the corner, just getting socked in the face by four guys. The ref got in there. He got jostled. I saw that highlight. I was like, oh, my God. It wasn't even his fault. Like, I think that's bullshit. It's one thing if a dude, you know, tries to hit a slap shot and hits your goalie in the face or something. But he got shoved into the goalie by one of the Tampa Bay players. It proceeds to get mauled. So what people that weren't at the game didn't see is that 30 seconds game time before that, there was a huge fight in the middle of the ice. Two guys got sent into the penalty box from each team. So it was already super chippy. Is that a rivalry? St. Wait, Lewis you can do Tampa that? Bay? Like you start the game with less people? Like two, two people already in the Well, penalty? no, no. They started oh, they the, started game, the game. 
even, oh, and then okay. it just happened very early on. It was like a dirty hit into the boards to start. So the you game. got a really good game yeah. for your first. So was that your first NHL? Nah, game? it was not my first NHL game. I've been at some Canes games. Aren't isn't NHL? I've never been to a isn't hockey game. games like? Aren't those just so entertaining? Oh, they're the crazy. But wild. I've only been to one. It was just it was a Dallas Stars game, which it was it was really sick. Yeah. But I'd like to go see the Canes play. Yeah, dude. Me too. We should make it's a trip out of that. And it's just yeah. over breaks and Raleigh, but I guess we can all go out and hang out. Um, well, that's great. Hope you guys uh, had as much fun as we did over the break. Uh, it's good to be back. Two more weeks of school, and then we're out of here. We're going to have to figure out how to go virtual. Uh, that's, that's coming soon. That's another problem for another time. Uh, let's do a weekend recap on college football. Uh, let's start, I guess, with the Egg Bowl that was played on – was that Thanksgiving? Yes. That was Thanksgiving, yeah. right? I think yeah. they do that every year. Yeah, pretty early. Mississippi State – 24, Ole Miss 22. What do you think? I wasn't expecting that. Honestly, the the SEC this year is ups and the downs of teams. The the who be two, it's just unpredictable. Like Mississippi State, you know their offense is obviously really good, but it it wasn't even like that type of game. They tried to choke that game. Yeah. Did you see the end of that game? Yeah. The fumble on the. It was, it was Will Rogers, right? He got jacked up trying to keep it, and he got jacked up on, like, the three-yard line. A field goal there wins the game. He, Najee's out for the game. He's out for the game, yeah. Um, but that was crazy. Ole Miss, obviously, not playing well to finish the season. It's, Ole, yeah. Ole Miss is quite the enigma right now because now they've dropped two straight, right? Two straight, and, yeah. And Four they just, Yeah, they just Four signed losses. Lane Kiffin to a four-year – or to an eight-year eight extension. Yeah. Wow. Pardon me. And so – even though he's really not putting up, you know, the best results on the field right now, just signed a monster deal. So, going to be interesting to see how that plays out. That is, I, I wonder, is that binding? Because let's say Nick Saban retires in three years. There's probably like an option after and like two Alabama years. Job or something. Up. Can he accept that? Yeah. Go to the store. Uh, moving on, Florida State versus Florida. Florida State wins 45 to 38. Billy Napier. I don't know how Florida fans are feeling. Not a super inspiring year. Yeah, I wish we had, you know, Burrow in here. He was supposed to walk in here. He That's might right. later. We can ask him if he walks in. But um, yeah. I've got a few thoughts on this game. First of all, did you guys watch Jordan Travis? I, I did watch. Was un running around the circles but around these guys. He's Florida in a secondary. Is, next it's year. horrible. It's that bad. I thought he was like so old though. Is he? Or am I thinking of the guy before him? No, I, th- I think I he's know. back I, next year. Yeah, no, I think he's coming back next year. Let's fact check this. And week one next year is LSU Florida State. He's, he's a junior. But, I mean, it's not like he's going to Oh, he's coming back. So he'll be yeah. back. Yeah. And he'll then be back. The other thing about this game is Florida State storming the field as a 10-point favorite oh, yeah. against a 6-5 and five Florida team. Yeah, right. They didn't Come even on, cover right. the spread. I know it's a, <laughs> I know it's a rivalry <laughs> game. I know it's Florida, Florida State. Come on, man. You don't storm the field also, as a 10-point favorite. Also, one thing about – that quarterback running circles. Did y'all see that one play where he just like five Florida guys that like, could have tackled him and they didn't? No. No? Yeah, I, I, didn't, just, I didn't really see much of the game. That was just one absolute, like, it was like huge play. It would have been like a third and 30. Instead, he just like ran 30 yards and scored. But, I mean, it kind of makes you wonder, like, how are, how is like, is, it, is football rigged sometimes? It was like bad, like, it was that bad. wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess for Florida, that wraps up the season. They're bowl eligible at six and six, but... After starting off and beating Utah handily, moving into what? What were they, like number 
10 or 11 in the country or something, 12 or something. Yeah. Florida, after beating Utah, oh, they yeah. blew the doors off. Well, of I mean, that was kind of interesting because they started the season or preseason unranked, yeah. and they got a nice win against Utah, who turned out to not be as good as everyone thought. So, yeah. like, I know Utah's in the Pac-12 championship, but Florida's really up and down at the beginning of the year. And then they lost I, to Tennessee. I, I'd say that's a bad year if you're a Florida fan. Did not yeah. did not meet oh, expectations. Definitely. Yeah. Um, hey, still going bowling first year under Billy Napier. We'll, we'll see. That's I think okay. year two is when you know is, whether um, you have your guy or not. Is, I agree. Is AR fifteen? He's gonna be. Is he? I think he's gonna go to the draft. I think he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's a top ten draft like prospect right now. I, I mean, I don't know what scouts are seeing there. I don't know either. The athleticism, I mean, the arm, but. He's great point, making he, plays, I mean, and he, sometimes he just doesn't. You just got to have football IQ. I don't think he has it. His ball well, security is well, bad. Everyone thought that about Lamar Jackson, too, though. Yeah, yeah, but Lamar Jackson had a little bit of a different season than what AR is having right now. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, well, all right. Well, let's do the NC State-UNC game. UNC, again, took a L to NC State after losing to Georgia Tech the week before. They'll see Clemson in the ACC championship game next week, which we'll get to that in a second. Um, UNC fans, your Heisman, your playoff contending season, I'm t- I was tired of hearing it. I'm not going to lie. They were playoff contenders? I, was, I didn't uh, know. Just a bunch of people, you know, if we went out, we beat Clemson, we're playoff contenders. And they would be a they one-loss team. But that was never going to happen. That was never going to happen. I'm really glad it didn't happen. So am I. Yeah, I, I've got to say, I mean, as a part-time UNC fan, that's how I describe myself, uh, that's a bad look. After yeah, the comments that Drake made, made yeah. about NC State. What did he say? Season, he said, growing up in North Carolina, everybody oh, knows that. that NC State is where you go if you can't get into Carolina. Yeah. Well, then to lose He's not wrong, by the way. On your home turf. <laughs> He's really not. Yeah. Well, but I will say engineering NC State. Engineering, okay. Drake May. I still think it's like, well, he's a retro freshman. Oh, yeah. He's, he's going to dominate football for the next two years. He's a beast. Um, LSU A&M. How you feel about that one? Not a lot of positives coming out of that <laughs> I will say the one positive now is you're playing with absolutely nothing to lose against Georgia. I thought the line would be 17 and a half. It opened up as 16. Not surprising. You're not supposed to win that game. I do think it'll be a better game than people are thinking, especially after the AM loss. I've got to give a quick shout out. Yeah, go. Moose Muhammad, wow. Charlotte Boy, oh, yeah. Myers Park that guy. Filthy. He's a dog. Some incredible catches down the stretch. That's somebody, if you're an AM fan, even though the season was it is awful. He's a third. Does his dad play on the Saints? Panthers. 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 That's right. That's right. That, that's a bright spot moving forward in this AM program. Uh, even though they're not going bowling this year, still got uh, yeah. some young talent on the roster. A lot of saving so face a little bit. Yeah. They did piss in our cornflakes, like the one dude said they would. Um, that was disappointing. LSU still had a chance to come back in that game. Um, Jure Jenkins dropped that wide open pass in the end zone that could have made it an yeah. eight point game. I really do think the turning point of that game is when Jaden Daniels on third and four makes the. Makes uh, the read, opts to keep the ball, and clearly was the wrong decision. And making matters worse, he then just kind of gives it up on the sack, yeah. fumbles it for a scoop and score. Texas A and M. Oh, that, that scoop and score was it. That, that, that was, was, that was it. like it's done. But that that's if I'm an LSU fan thinking about the quarterback battle next season, I, I would be a little skeptical on Jaden Daniels. Just those kinds of reads, you you got to be able to make them in, in big games and. 
did. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, obviously, a good year exceeded expectations. Nine and three, SEC championship berth. Uh, we'll talk about that game in a minute. The game, the most hyped up noon game every year. Michigan, Ohio State. A lot of people had Ohio State. Uh, Michigan slammed them. That's good for teams like Bama. Um, I don't. I that think, is good for. Bama. I think Ohio State is done. I don't even think they have an outside shot to make the playoff. Just even if all hell breaks loose. Just because if Georgia loses, if TCU yeah. loses, if USC loses, I still don't see a scenario where they're like, "Yep, Ohio State, you're in." Because they had to lose that game by a close game. They had to lose by three, points. seven. But they lost time. by twenty. They lost by twenty-two points. Yeah, I yeah. think they're done. It's pretty incredible that at eleven and one, Ryan Day is on the hot seat. He is without a doubt. Yeah, you, you got that game. You heard the Urban Meyer chants after the game? No. They were like doing a game like review, and Urban Meyer was talking, and they just started a like we want like Urban chant, right? I Urban mean, Meyer, the program has only plateaued since he took over. He's now one and two against Michigan, lost at home by twenty two for the first time since who knows when at home. Um, well, that's what you get for playing nobody. He's gonna have to live year. next year in the big house, and if he wants to keep his job, and we'll we'll see if he even makes it that far. I mean, Urban Meyer, I sneak in there. I think he will. Urban Meyer's done. Michigan did not have. I wouldn't count him. No, no. Then Michigan ran all over him. Oh, hey, shout out my buddy from, or not even buddy. Well, we kind of know each other a little bit. Uh, CJ Stokes, Hammond running back. Um, he got he got some carries in there. Mm-hmm. Um, baller, balling Dark out. Garbage time, or was it freshman? True freshman, getting these games oh, wow. running. So Pretty impressive. Good. Shout out him and his family. Yeah, good for um, him. Let's uh, let's zoom through these last couple games briefly. Notre Dame. USC, 38-27. Caleb Williams is all but locked up to Heisman. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think that's disappointing. I mean, his odds at this point are like minus 220. They what about Michigan running back? No, no, no. Minus 2,000. They're minus 2,000 yeah. now? That's what I saw. What about the Michigan oh, running back? I need to fact check that. Um, what happened to the, the Michigan guy? He's been balling the all running back. Karam? Karam? Uh, I mean... It's a popularity His contest. stats, I saw yesterday, his stats compared to Derrick Henry's stats when he won the Heisman, like 100 yards off, a touchdown off. Something that's su- – I different mean, that, that might not be exactly right, but it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty close. Crazy. Different He's conference. having a year. Different, different conference. Yeah. You yeah. know. True. Yeah. I've got to say – And a different era of football. Go, but go ahead, Phil. I think the Heisman Trophy – even over the last five years, has changed so much. Definitely. It's now strictly a quarterback award, it seems, with the exception of Devontae Smith. Yeah. But even more than that, I really do think it's somewhat of a media creation, whoever has more highlight plays oh, towards the end of the season and in big games. And I don't personally think that that's the biggest determinant of who's actually the best player in college football. Um, I think that also the voting, the way the voting works, it's close to 1,000 media members and yeah. I don't think that all of them really are informed on every single player in the league. I mean a lot of them just cover one team and I really don't think that they're bothered to like watch college football noon to midnight every single Saturday. So Agreed. I would like to see a little bit of reform and how that's decided but I feel I like know. it used to be a bigger deal. I, I, yeah, I've kinda lost it. I mean you went from like Johnny Manziel, Lamar Jackson, crazy guy like unbelievable cut. But like the last couple of years it just seems a little like a dying a little bit, maybe not dying, yeah, but yeah, it's totally just a co- competitive level. Because more normally it was like a, you know, this guy's like a neck and neck kind of thing. Well, like well, who's and play the better time the last the week. player is going on to play in the playoffs. 
you know, the next week. Yeah. And it, they go and receive that award in New York, and it's like the, the speech is, thank you so much, thank God, thank my mom, thank my family. But we got it. Work's not done. We have another game next week. I think they should change the timing on that too, um, and at least account for the playoffs, especially with the expanded bracket. At least include some of those games. Anyways, um, we'll go on to our last two games here. Mike's happy about this one. Uh, the Cox went into Clemson, came out thirty-one thirty. Give me some thoughts. Initial reaction. How you feel? <clears throat> Initial reaction is amazing. I feel amazing. That's right. Um, it's been a long time coming. Expected? Um, honestly, I won't like. I won't tell you that I didn't think we were going to win because even when we were down fourteen zero, I was like, I think we're going to win still. And yeah. um, that sounds kind of crazy, but I mean, their first touchdown was a pick six. We were, our defense like was starting to lock up. Yeah. Our offense had was like getting things going. I mean, I just felt like a little momentum was coming, even though we were down. Um, Shane Beamer at halftime said we were down nine. He said we're going to win this football game. So I mean, obviously they're, we came in confident. Um, Dabo came in confident. Uh, one of their players actually uh, like was like saying how you know after our big win or whatever, like we're going to come in and we're not going to be as hungry and they're going to take advantage of that. And that was their tight end. And our tight end uh, after we won posted a picture of him and tagged him. And I just thought Jaheim Bell is probably just a dog. That's pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, just amazing. Like, I mean, Columbia, everyone I know, just going crazy. Like, so was, was it exciting to be in Columbia for that game? I mean, yeah. Like, I, I didn't go to – everyone, most people do go to Clemson. Like, like Wade and everybody we know would go to Clemson. Um, but I hate that place. You'll never catch me alive in that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm there, kill me. It's not me. Swear. I'll <laughs> never go there. I went there one time. Uh, I'm, I'm so and I'm never going again. I'm, I'm okay. never going. Ever. Okay I don't care. I, I don't think I it's – it's pretty underwhelming. But yeah, I had, I had like, you know. For Death Valley, yeah. after actually being in the real Death Valley, I mean, dude, it was like a. Oh, it was like it's a. terrible. People, high people hype it up, but yeah. literally it's boring. It's you can, boring. It was, nothing it was about the biggest it. game of the year. Great I, I went when they played Wake, and it was a top 10 matchup, and that was a big game for them. Like, it really was. Like, and it, it was the lamest college football game I've ever been to, minus the ones right over there. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, come on now. Um, yeah. Anyways, I've got to say one quick takeaway. Yeah, go. It honestly blows my mind how many teams this year seem to have neglected special teams. Oh my god, that was the difference in that game. It Two was. special teams fumbles. Boom, there you go. That's well, it. and South Carolina special teams was ridiculous, it's, and it has yeah. been all year. South Carolina punter sneaky MVP. Oh, of the Kai game. Kroger really? balled out. Hey, yes, facts. Hey, I they at, were saying that they too. They showed all the stats. Did you see on TV of all the special team statistics? Yeah, South Carolina was top five in every single one. Yeah. That's Beamer Every ball, single baby. one. And then other takeaway, if it wasn't already crystal clear, we need to learn from this game. DJ is not the answer oh, at quarterback. In but I don't Eight think Kate is either. I don't, I don't think Kate is either. I don't think Kate or they would have put either. him in there by That's now. their issue. And they have, they've given him a few opportunities. He's bad at football. He's not a guy. For I'll just like, end this by saying, no, no. shout out Beamer. Love what you're doing. Um, and thank you, Satterfield. Even though you were trash all year, you ended on a good note. See ya. Yeah, that's right. Well, he'll, he'll be in the bowl game, right? Honestly, I don't know. He already accepted that job. We might just want to go ahead and... Oh, oh, where did he accept it? He's in Nebraska with Rule. We'll get to that later. Clowns. Wow. Should we just yeah. go into that now? Yeah, let's just go into that now. Yeah, yeah. We're talking we about it. that now. Clown of the week. Clown of the week. Yeah, so this is a new segment we're going to be doing. Um, usually, it's going to be hosted by our buddy Hawkins. 
Who is the uh, biggest? Who is a goofy, goofy goober. Um, but he's out doing some work right now. So we'll do our clowns of the week. Phil, we'll start with you. I, I, I got to say, Nebraska, I, I'm going to go on the record and say that that is an awful hire. So whoever is in charge of the Nebraska football coach hiring, you are a clown. <laughs> Matt Rule will be a terrible hire. And making matters worse, the amount of money that the Nebraska football program is putting into this hire, they might never What recover. was it, eight years, like $80 million? Uh, Eight years, $70 million? Well, that, $72 million, plus they're picking oh. up 30-something million oh, from the Panthers. the Panthers. Yeah. Oh, oh, good for the Panthers, so, though. So, good Great Panthers, move for though. the Panthers. So yeah. the anti-clown of the week is Matt Rule, who's netting $100 million over the, eight, over the next – Oh my God! Colts with a fumble in the red zone. Anyway, uh, hundred million dollars over eight years to go what ten and twenty something at Carolina. Oh I mean, anyway, he's had success yeah. in, in the college, especially after their whole ordeal with Scott Frost, who they right. thought was going to be him, and now they're going to do potentially the same. They have a knack for finding big name coaches who have seen a little bit of success and way overpaying them. They're rolling the dice really hard. We're going to see a massive buy. But to contrast that. Matt Rule may, could just not have been a you know NFL coach, and that happens a lot with coaches. Yeah, uh, he's known for successfully turning programs around. He's done it three times in college. So that's true. That's it. true. Uh, I don't think the coordinator was a good hire, but I don't think that so seems either. like a really bad first step. But I guess we'll get well, the benefit. Well, of that. he was actually Satterfield was his OC at every other school that he turned around at. So okay. they just have deep ties. Well, good. Uh, they my, think they're about to do it again. Let's hear your clown of the week. Um, honestly, it's Nebraska, but I'm also going to throw in Jesse Palmer. And Phil might not like this, but college game day just gets it wrong consistently. They do. Consistently. Um, but Jesse Palmer said – Jesse Palmer – while he was right, he said that Clemson needed to go and have a statement win over South Carolina, dominate them, you know, to get credit for the college football playoff. And, I mean, that's a credible thing. Clemson needed to do that. That's right. But, you know, don't get ahead of yourself, Jesse Palmer, man. Like Beamer said after the game, um, Clemson needed to just win the game. By a little, by a dot, by whatever. But they just needed to win, and uh, they, they didn't do that. Well, I so. mean, I, I just didn't have a, a big problem with that take because – and I saw Beamer's clip yeah, afterwards. Yeah. You like, might if not. If I were a South Carolina fan, I definitely would have liked Beamer responding. But it's not like he was saying Clemson's going to go out yeah, and do right. this in South Carolina. It was he was fact. just saying if Clemson wants to be in the playoff yeah. conversation after this game, they need to have a statement win. No, I so, completely understand, but I don't care. We beat them. And he's the clown. That's right. That's, that's basically well, hey, what In his defense, there. he's been on Bachelor in Paradise for the past two months. So I thought he's married to so the, no, he's the host. He's the host. But he's married to a sideline reporter, right? Uh, Samantha uh, Ponder. Samantha. No, no, that's Christian Ponder. Yeah. Who did I say? Who are we, oh, we're talking Jesse about Palmer. Palmer. God, I'm getting things confused. Palmer, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> briefly, I'll do my clown of the week. My clown of the week is Zach Wilson. Yeah. You want to talk about a guy who's about to hit the job market? That's Zach Wilson. Not only has he taken zero accountability for being ass during the past weeks and literally dragging the entire Jets team through the mud, a defense that's been playing really well all year and has played well in the past few weeks, and he's been their Achilles heel. Mike White comes in. Who is Mike White? Couldn't tell you. Where did that guy go to school? I don't know. Okay, so they pull some dude from the fucking McDonald's down the road. <laughs> And he throws for 315, three touchdowns on 22 of 28 passing. The system's not the problem. Yeah. You're the problem, Zach Wilson. Well, Go bang some MILFs. You're jobless. 
Did you see that picture of him? They compared him to like uh, uh, Star Wars. Who was it? Anakin. We were wearing like the hood. <laughs> oh, I did see that. I mean, they kind of look alike, by the way. That's uh, right. But he, I mean, I don't know. He's got That's a lot of a clown. Stuff. That man's he, a clown. He's got a lot of stuff to figure out. I'd love to hear his take on that in the locker room. Um, that was our clown of the week segment. Hawkins will be back the next time we um, the next time we want to get into that. Now that we're sort of on the topic of NFL after the Zach Wilson thing, we'll go through some NFL scores briefly. The first headline I wanted to cover was the Chiefs, Eagles, Vikings, Cowboys, and the Bills. The five best teams right now in the NFL looks like they all got wins again this week. They're all rolling. Uh, who was most impressive out of those five teams to you guys? Phil, we'll start with you. Well, I don't know about teams, but Jalen Hurts. I know that the margin of victory may not have been that big last night, but he put up some points in style. And I think that he's my MVP right now, and I think that that game really accelerated him in the race. Yeah, it definitely did. Go Eagles. There's a lot of people out there who hate the Eagles. But I can tell you what. No one dislikes Jalen Hurts. His story, everything he's been through. I mean, and he consistently just – Worse and wins. Agreed. So are you, is Eagles, is that your most impressive team this week? My too? most impressive team is actually the Chiefs. Uh, we thought, you know, they'd go downhill after losing Tyreek Hill, and now they're Super Bowl favorites. Travis Kelsey is unbelievable. I mean, I don't really know about y'all, but their offense is still just rolling, even without Hill. Yeah, that's right. I, I was kind of on the same page. I think the Chiefs were really good. If I had to do one just to be different, um, my most impressive, I guess out of that group, you know, it, it would be the Chiefs. But I think the most impressive team outside of that group this week were the Lions. They hung in there for every second with the Bills. And by the way, I mean, other than the last 17 seconds where Josh Allen got them into field goal range, they were in a position to, like, really beat the Bills. And that was impressive. They had won, what, what was that, three? three four sure. in a row, three? Yeah. Um, I love Dan Campbell. Or what's his name? Yeah. Is that right, Dan Campbell? Yeah. Uh, he's been phenomenal. He's, he's a gritty guy. Uh, I, I'm, I'm rooting them on. Cowboys as well. I thought that win was massive. Hey, speaking of the Lions, and and the Vikings are on here too. Uh, yeah, Vikings. The Lions, I saw something like a week or two ago. And again, my facts are not right, but I'm just throwing numbers out there that, are, yeah. that I kind of remember. <laughs> um, we, I'll fix this later. But the the Vikings' like point differential is like minus two, which means that – Teams have, like outscored them by two overall in all comparisons of games, yep. but for the Lions, whenever I saw this, it was like plus twenty something. Okay, or maybe That's it was the, like it was just like they're they're in close ball games and when they win, like they like they're building. Right, Dan they are, doing they they're are. doing the right stuff. Um, yep. So we'll move on. Russell Wilson, is it time for Denver to move on after this season? Oh, I mean, it, he's really really bad, and that's a long contract. How many years was that? It was a lot. It was a lot. It was two hundred fifty million. Have you guys been following the TikTok page? It's uh, making a TikTok every time Russell Wilson gets one touchdown closer to matching the number of oh, bathrooms, bathrooms. Yes. in his house. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah, he no, still has not hit that. the mark yet. That's hilarious. Or what week twelve? So, but so I did not see. A good look. I did see the video of his defensive lineman coming up and getting in his face, yelling at yeah. him. I they mean, kind of, yeah. They honestly, Russ Wilson is a bot. It seems like all he says is like. Stuff that people want to hear. He, like, works out on the plane ride to London, bothering his teammates. Like, doesn't – he's just a weird guy. And, honestly, I've always thought this. My first tweet was, Russell Wilson was never good. The Seahawks defense and Marshawn Lynch were good. That's I've got to say. That's all I got. This Russell. is an unpopular opinion right now. I think everyone feels the way you do. 
Unashamedly, I'm a Russell Wilson fan. Yeah, I, I, I like him. I, I like always have. One. I think he's a great leader. Team guy, family guy. Team also, guy. Have you I, seen I, hate him. I hate him. Have you I seen him? Hate hey, hey, hey. He's he's outkicked his coverage quite a bit too, and on the marital. Front. Yeah, that's hate, the only thing. The I teams hate him. That's your only point for you. He's liking. weird, and the fact that he's the he's second weird. highest paid quarterback in the league right now. Like, and if you look at that trade, like Seattle's gotten some good players out of that trade. And, I mean, like it, yeah. the list is long, and they're not done. They've they, got more first rounders. They got Drew Locke. Seattle's Lock, got man. a younger team now. They had uh, a yeah, but play. they also I, I forget the the names, and I would have to look at it again. I saw it all, but they have more. They have another first rounder. They're right? fresh. They're rookie cornerback. That Wooden guy. Yes, that, that, that guy's yes. insane. That was one of the. Picks. He's already a top corner. He's six yeah. four. Runs like a four four. Exactly. I mean. That was one of their picks. They could be building something over there, too, like in the coming years. Yep, let's rip through these next few quickly. Tom Brady in the box, losing to the Browns. Can Tom Brady make a run this season? No. Yeah. Let's fly through the NFL yeah, days. Yeah, I agree. Jags beat the Ravens, two-point conversion. Justin Tucker, 66-yarders, time expires. No good. Nobody expected that one. Bengals They'll won against fine. the Titans. Are they a Super Bowl contender? Or are they the best chance to knock off the Chiefs or the Bills in the AFC? I don't see them getting past the division around. They're too inconsistent. And there's so much talent in the AFC, too, between the Bills. They need Jamar to come back. Chiefs. Uh, big game tomorrow. World Cup. United States. Huge game. U.S. needs to win this. Has to win. 1 p.m. What do you think? I mean, obviously, I'm not going to watch or not going to pay attention to class. I'm going to watch the World Cup. But I like I'm going to go. Honestly, I probably won't either now that you said that. Um, I'm getting excited. I'm excited. It's a huge game. It I, has I, outside I implications too, we, we, but we're not going to get into that. 36% chance to win that game, apparently. A six? Well, that because I think draw. a big chunk of it is draw. Is draw? Well, yeah. I would say, as much as I want the U.S. Iran's to win. Iran's not bad, though. Like, this would be classic USA soccer to blow a chance to get into the knockout stage to it would. Iran. It would. It would. <laughs> um, Hawkins, what the uh, Hawkins, our, we did the Clown of the Week segment. That's, that's on the air, brother. He's finally here. Uh, golf, Tiger pulling that's out of the Hero World Challenge. Still going to play the next two weeks. And the father-son with his son, Charlie. That was a bit of a strip tease. We were supposed to get three straight weeks of Tiger. Um, doesn't look like that. Wait, hold on, happen. hold on. Real fast. Real fast, we forgot to mention World Cup preview. We forgot to mention England, USA. Yeah. How big of a storyline yeah. that was. I mean... England thought they were going to kill us, and you know we played better than England. Honestly, like we all had chances, them. We but did. we we did we, we overall majority time played better. Yeah. I agree. And I, I, I've got to say, man, with our young as, team too. As excited as I was for that game, and as locked in as I was watching it, that is prime example why I will never be a big professional soccer. Agreed. Player. I agree. A zero zero draw. I mean, and, that's and, just and, not hey, fun, Ted Lasso, man. man. Someone's got to win. Stage, I get not doing extra time but at least do some pks nah. i think you do something you, you can't have a tie here's what i think you can't have a tie. make this is not going to be a you popular take wade's going to hate yeah, this one fine. make the goals five feet bigger no in each that's side, unpopular and take. then get rid of the offsides rule it's dumb that's an unpopular take well, too. well you play i think, make the game, I I actually think that would make it, it would make it a lot more entertaining to be more but that's that's just the whole thing about soccer is like it's like more tactical and Strategic than people realize. Also, like, while I'm ripping on soccer, I just want to talk about the World Cup group stage tiebreakers and how stupid they are. What are they? Um, hold on. I'm I, gonna, thought it, I thought it was I'm points and then goal differential. No. Um, 
Hold on. I'm going to pull this up on my phone real quick. So it's, it's not up. the goal differential then. Um, because I thought, well, if, no. you know, you have the same amount of points as another team in your group. They look at goal differential and that team goes forward. Which I think I is guess fair. I think that's fair. My biggest beef is that – so it goes – Highest number of points total. Yeah. Goal differential yeah. second. Then third is goals scored. And fourth is head-to-head. I think that's extremely stupid that head-to-head is fourth yeah. out of all the tiebreakers. And what other sport, except for maybe the college football playoffs evaluation of Tennessee versus Alabama, which is also foolish, are you going to find head-to-head being put fourth in the tiebreakers? It's stupid. I agree. Dude, honestly, I don't like FIFA in general. I don't like – I think FIFA's corrupt. I think they got a lot of stuff going oh, on. Oh, it's, it's the most corrupt organization. I mean, organization Phil was saying earlier they paid the guys like $7 million a piece, and they knew about it and still didn't change it. Yeah. And a whole bunch of other stuff. I mean, this World Cup's been a mess. Probably. It has been. It has I, been. I mean, even like Iran wants USA to drop out, so – we're not going to dive into the politics, but no, no. that's happening too. Well, uh, well, we'll briefly go over college basketball. I know uh, we're going to get more into it as conference play starts up and football season begins to wind down. One thing I did want, did want to mention was the Bama-UNC game that I watched last night. Four overtimes. Uh, Bama ended up winning the game by, I think, two points. Crazy game. One of the best I've seen. It was the Constellation. It was the Constellation game. The third place game. The right? Uh, because yeah. Iowa State knocked off UNC earlier in the week. Um, any storylines from you guys in college basketball? Uh, shout out to the Tennessee Vols winning the uh, uh, battle for Atlantis, taking down number three, Kansas. Is that right? Yep. That was big. They were favored by like 10 in that game, I saw. Uh, no, they were only favored by like two and a half. But still, was pretty impressive pretty going against the number three team in the nation. I was shocked to see that they were favored. So, um, my basketball takes is uh, I'm not there yet. I'm yeah. that, My past weeks, I've been on football, so maybe I'll be there now. That college football's over. Completely. But, uh, or I'll be on NFL way more heavily. So uh, we'll see. Yep, yep. I'm with you. Um, Do we want to talk about college football playoff? Championships, conference championships, and, and the latest rankings at all? Yeah, yeah. So the latest rankings haven't come out. They'll come out tomorrow oh, yeah, night yeah. Uh, at 9 p.m. But we can go over each of these um, games and do some preliminary predictions. We'll start with the ACC, UNC, Clemson. Oh, yeah. I'd like to say something about this. It really doesn't matter. Who cares? It doesn't matter. I also think they, the winner of that game, UNC, Clemson, is South Carolina. Uh, we beat both of them in 2022. Wow. We, are, we own both of them. Um, the ACC is trash. I know we all agree. Um, honestly, let's just skip this conference. Does it matter? I I, I don't care. It has no uh, I will say Clemson is going to win that game. The only meaningful part of that game is that Clemson is playing for a spot in the New Year's Six Bowls if they care about it. That's literally the only relevant part of that game. I've seen enough from UNC the past two weeks, I, and I'm not optimistic. Drake, I, I guess Drake May is maybe playing for a spot in New York. He's definitely not going to win the Heisman, no. but if he if he balls out on Saturday, I could definitely see him getting a trip to New York. So I guess that could be something to look forward to. Yeah, that's true. Uh, SEC, I was really excited for it. Uh, canceled hotel rooms. I'm not going. <laughs> not? I do want to beat the living shit out of Georgia. LSU-Georgia, SEC championship game. Who you got? Uh, Georgia? Georgia. I mean, they're a 20-point favorite, man. 16. I saw 19 and a half. Really. 16 was the opening line. Uh, opening it was two weeks ago. Anyway, point they, being, I think Georgia's going to stop LSU. Um, yeah, I don't think there's uh, a lot to the game. I, I don't think they'll stomp LSU. I think it'll be... Well, you know what? My Heisman favorite, for me, is Stetson Bennett. I like that guy. I like his how he came from nowhere. 
walk on, worked his ass off, short guy. His yeah. team's winning, and that's what it's really about at the end that's of right. the day. Yeah, so. it's a good story for sure. Also, I want to take this opportunity while we're on the SEC championship to talk about divisions in conferences, but more specifically the SEC and how foolish it is in the current college football playoff atmosphere because right Tennessee and Georgia are the two best teams in the SEC conference or uh, record wise right and and rankings well right. maybe not rankings but not rankings, anyway but, yeah. but given the way that it's decided now they're the two best in the league that being said I do think As, Bama would well, beat Tennessee that, that's a separate that's a separate conversation we can get into I that the game if you want. Alabama. but point being as a conference, it's in, it's in your best interest to get it's in the two best teams from your conference into the championship game so that you have the greatest chance of having more representation at the college football playoff. So I think that the SEC needs to get rid of divisions. They that, are. And they will, yeah. yeah. So, and I agree, though. The East and West thing. I, you know, it's I, I think it things. will be better. But Especially in your I conference. also think that Alabama and that's is what they're... the second-best team in the SEC right now. And I think the only team in the country that would even have a remote chance at beating Georgia is Alabama. Hey, that's why, um, that, that's why like, you know, SEC was thinking about four pots. A neutral game right now, Alabama-Tennessee, Bama's favored by seven points. All right, let's just move on. From, well, you know, when they were favored by more than seven points is when they lost right. last year. So. Right, right. I, I, I think that's a, a big hypothetical. Beating a, beating a team twice is hard. Well, let's just see what the playoff that's comes out. But, uh, big Ten, Michigan-Purdue... Sneaky game. Purdue in prime time is pretty good. I haven't watched this. I don't really Purdue football. think it'll matter. Uh, yeah, I think Michigan wins the game. Michigan's think, in regardless. I don't think uh, that's I, true. I think they are. I agree. Yeah, unless they get stomped like six. I mean, but like, well, but, not uh, but then you take a one-loss Tennessee team against Georgia, or do you take a one-loss Michigan against Purdue? I'm taking Tennessee. Well, Tennessee has two losses. So. Oh, I forgot it's two. Oh, it's just horrible. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's I, fucking right. I, I, look, that's, here's that's another so thing. I'm going to go ahead and make it another take. I think that conference championship games are stupid. I, USC, I think they will Clemson, be purposeful. Georgia and Michigan have proved themselves outright as the best teams in their respective conferences. Because there are they, no teams in their why, conference. Why should, Good. Well, I agree, with that. I agree with that. But why should uh, TCU and USC risk possibly losing a spot in the college football playoff by playing an additional game that teams that are sitting out, i.e. Ohio State and Alabama, could then jump them by not playing. I think that that's silly. It is, but I think that when they expand the playoff to eight teams, you're going to have Is it those, eight or 12? 12. Or 12 teams. I think you're going to have those five conference champions in what ACC, SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, and the Pac-12, and maybe even the American – so you'll have six auto bids, and that's why I think those games will be important. Yeah, here's, here's what well, I'm yeah, thinking about Given that. the current landscape. Yeah, here's what I'm thinking about that. Landscape. I think, as he, like, like Phil's saying, I think the championship games might not be a thing much longer, especially when this whole conference configuration thing. They'll keep the championship. I don't know, though, because the chances of your teams getting in that playoff right. are better when your teams don't play in that championship. Well, so no, that's not true. Not because always. The Big Twelve didn't used well, to have a conference championship. But also, the, the fact that the SEC is doing they one, added one to try to get—they're doing one like league, I guess, or whatever conference instead of you know four pods or two. It works better for the best teams. The best records will be the top, which is good. Kind of what you're saying. I agree. Um, but we'll see. What college football is an interesting spot right now with the conferences with. It is definitely. playoff changing with everything. We'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yep, Big Twelve. 
TCU, Kansas State. I I can only pray that TCU loses a football game. I'm so tired of hearing I'm it. I'm tired of it. I mean, this is reminding I like me Kansas of State Clemson too. when they started to get real good. And you just have people coming out of the woodworks as TCU fans. I never knew people were TCU fans. This yeah. year, all of a sudden, I could name you 15. Carter I, Shannon, Will, Will Morris. It, these guys ridiculous. are fans of every team. I mean, these guys are fans of <laughs> – you know, and so I'm tired of watching that. Kansas State, I was actually hoping Kansas State lost to Kansas so that it would be Texas again uh, in, in that championship game. I think they would have had a better shot of beating TCU. I'm um, not impressed by TCU. I think they get through the playoff and get drilled by Georgia. I hope. I'm tired of hearing about them. I have too. The Big 12 is not – it's just not legit. Hey, what, about, what about Utah, USC for the Pac-12? Yeah. Utah's not a bad football team. They got a good quarterback. I don't know. I don't think USC is that good. I think it could be a good game. And I'm, I'm hoping Utah wins. Well, I agree. I, 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 I do not like Lincoln Riley. Like it's that Lincoln Riley is actually a really good coach. In one year, he's gotten USC to 11-1, and one, probably in the playoffs. With some great transfer portal players against exactly. some bum teams. Like, well, transfer portal is not I will say, so. in terms of the Pac-12 being a bum conference, this year, there's some decent teams. Now, at least, like, you know... UCLA's been solid. Oregon's been solid. Washington's been solid. Utah's been solid. I USC, guess, yeah. There's some solid teams. I think it's been okay this year relative to past years. Like, it, they've played a legit schedule, especially compared to a team like, you know, TCU or even, like, you could say Michigan. You could say that. But, anyways, that, that'll be a game for sure. I, I still think Southern Cal's going to pull it out. Uh, the Americans, kind of the last conference game I wanted to go to, only because Tulane is kind of putting together a season. Uh, they play yeah. UCF, Central Florida, in that one. I'd like to see Tulane get it done and go to a New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. I'm going to be rooting especially hard for the Wave. Over the weekend, was in an elevator with three UCF uh, personnel, I guess two coaches and a player. And you know what? They were assholes. So fuck UCF, roll Wave. You know yeah. what? I'm gonna be tuning into no. the AAC championship because fuck UCF. Yep. All right. Yep. That's thanks for the coach, by the way. Here's my surprise. Uh, be a good game. Well, let's wrap it up a little bit. We're gonna do a segment um, before we do our quotes. Any funny stories over break? Uh, Mike, you want to kick this off? Well, actually, I want to hear you kick it off. You had a good one. Yeah. So I mentioned that um, I went down to the Iron Bowl this weekend. Uh, we got on our plane from Charlotte to Birmingham, and it was myself, my family, and one of my good friends from home, who I call Gart. <clears throat> and we're sitting on the runway about to take off, and the pilot makes an announcement that it's going to be a minute, that a passenger's having an issue and whatever. I, I, I didn't think anything of it. Gart shoots me a text and lets me know that the old lady next to him um, has gotten food poisoning and has shit her pants. Um, oh my God. She had to go to the bathroom and clean herself off. Poor guy. And take care, next of, room, man. take care of herself. Poor, poor old lady too, man. Oh, that's, yeah. that's brutal. When yeah. you can no longer control the bowels. That's sad. Uh, that was really funny. I didn't believe him until we got off the plane and he literally told me exactly what happened. Uh, but I guess that was a pretty unheard of moment. Uh, a lot of stuff's been going down on airplanes recently. Odell Beckham obviously getting kicked off uh, his flight the other day for He's a mess. being uh, what was it? Uncon in and out of consciousness and wouldn't put on his seatbelt. 
if that doesn't tell you he's whacked out, I don't know what does. The fact that he wasn't arrested just shows you the privilege of being yeah. a guy like Odell Beckham. Because I promise you, if any one of us is on that plane and we're in and out of consciousness, clearly you're on something, dude. You're not just so whacked out that you can't even hear what's being said in front of your face. Not to mention, he, he comes out on social media and says it was profiling, this, that, and that, and his lawyer said that. I disagree completely. I actually think he got the benefit of the doubt. Whatever, we're not going to get into the politics of that. Um, point, did, point is, but. airplanes, <laughs> crazy lately. Uh, look out. Yeah. Seatbelts on airplanes. You thought, you thought oh, airplanes themselves why, were dangerous. Why do we wear seatbelts on airplanes anyway? Well, I, mean, I think turbulence You think if this thing go, is going down? <laughs> oh, thank God, man. Got a seatbelt on. Woo! We're going to be just fine. No, that's so a I think point. it's, I think it's a turbulence. Point. Plus, like, so they're kind of uncomfortable. You know what? You know? And also, seatbelts and airplanes are think about if there. you have somebody next to you and you're starting to get turbulence and they're bumping into you and doing all this, all that. You'd, you'd get annoyed. Have you ever been on an airplane where the turbulence was so serious? Actually, this weekend. Basically jostling flight, you from your yes, seat? The flight home. That probably was, happens, I mean, point zero 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 one percent oh, of it was, flights. It was the worst I'd ever that. seen on any flight. Ever. Well, I was genuinely terrified. I'm glad you so made it out. You got a funny incident over Breger just a recent... Funny thing? Um, I guess the funniest thing is just the excitement among the South Carolina fan base about going to the, the Outback Bowl. I'm, I'm really excited to see, see where yeah, that goes. That's some tough shit after we just <laughs> ruined your playoff chances. <laughs> so I just had to get that jab. It's okay. We're also not going to Outback. We're going to Jacksonville. So. Jacksonville. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If we just won our own little playoff no, against the number that's right. five and number uh, 17. So. Good stuff. We'll, yep. we'll walk in. Anything, uh, anything out of you? Funny incident? Yep. I, I just think Drunk kids are just dumb. That's my funny incident. Yeah. We had a, at my little farm where I had some buddies watch the game, we had um, a clogged toilet. Just because the toilet is like, the house is like 100 years old, literally. The toilet system is like, if a washing machine's on, it's not going to work. So yeah. we put a little, a little like paper napkin that says, do not use. The lid's down. That thing's there. A little drunk buddy of mine lifts up that toilet. He Yaks in there for like 20 minutes, oh, uses okay. the do not use to wipe his mouth, looks at me. I'm like, did you not read that? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then throws it away. I'm wow. like, hey, it's still clogged. We might have to get a plumber out yeah, there. My yeah. cousin's dealing with it. Uh, He's got some sulfuric acid in there. Like it's, it's an old house. Briefly and, uh, on the topic of throwing up. Dumb drunk kids. In Alabama this weekend, my cousin was at a bar and a guy, a grown man, threw up on her twice. Projectile oh, God. twice. Damn, uh, God. That's not as funny. Poor thing. Vowels. Vowels were the funny, funny movements. Right, yeah, the, that's segment. crazy. Uh, Speaking well, of bowel movements, I'm about to go get a cookout milkshake. So thanks for having me. Adios. No quote out of you? Uh, we always end with a quote. Happy Monday, fellas. Good to be back. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, we'll end it with a quote. Uh, mine is one from Michael Scott. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Um, I'm going to be very superstitious this upcoming weekend. I'd love to see the black and red lose a game. It's, I need it. I need it. Um, uh, Mike, you got a quote for me? Yeah, um, I'm going to end with a quote by um, probably the greatest man in America. Um, it's, it goes like this. I know how important this game was to so many people in this state. I'm just so happy for our fans. I'm so happy for our seniors and for our players. Shane Beamer. Go Gamecocks. We'll see you all Thursday. Thank you. That's right. Thank you. Give us.